I'm Jake Thompson, and this is the Better Than Yesterday podcast. What is up? Welcome back to another week, another episode of the Better Than Yesterday podcast. My name is Jake Thompson. I am the Chief Encouragement Officer here at Compete Every Day and your host every week for the Better Than Yesterday podcast. I'm excited you're here, whether this is your first show. Uh, man, are you been with us all 30 plus episodes. It is great to have you on and I am excited about what's coming today as we talk about competition, not in the sense of me versus you, but what does real competition look like, especially in the grand scheme of things, and how it relates to being better than we were yesterday. Before I dive into this week's episode, I want to tell you about a few awesome things that we have going on at Compete Every Day and hopefully get you connected and saying hi. The first, we have a free Facebook group. It's filled with hundreds of competitors, all similar to you in that they have a desire to be better than they were yesterday. So to join the free Facebook group, super easy. Visit us at facebook.com slash groups slash compete every day. Hop in, say hi, post a picture, introduce yourself so members of the community can get to know you. But more importantly, Find other people similar to yourself that you can get connected with. This group was solely created for the community so that we can encourage you, we can equip you with valuable resources to help you be better than yesterday, as well as get you connected with other people that can help hold you accountable in the pursuit of your goals. The second thing that we have going on is Compete Every Day just dropped their brand new fall collection. We have a number of men's shirts, women's tanks, and shorts, and new styles that all just hit the shelves just this past week. And so for you to check it out, if you're listening to the show, you can get 15% off your order by using the code PODCAST on your very first order. So if it's actually... Screw that. Tell you what, let's change it. I don't care if it's your first order or your hundredth order with Compete Every Day. Use the code PODCAST. It'll get you 15% off any of the new releases. Maybe something that you've been eyeing in the store for quite a while that you're like, man, I've got to get that. The code will be valid until August 25th. So if you're checking this out, listening to this show as it drops, use the code PODCAST at checkout at CompeteEveryDay.com to save 15% off any of the brand new items or perhaps one of the older items that you've been eyeing for a while. You finally need to pull the trigger before we get sold out because we will be sold out and cycling in a whole new things throughout the fall. Um, and so some of those fan favorites that we've had for a while will no longer be there. Now... Let's talk about the show. Let's talk about competition today and what competition really means. I love to win. If I ever lose a game of Madden, I promise I'm going to play you again and again until I find a way to win. Pick up basketball, I'm not the best. Heck, I'm barely six feet tall. But I love to play and I will play for hours and hours until I wear you down. See, for most of my life, I only focused on a me versus you competition mindset. In middle school and high school, I was always a smaller athlete. 
A quarterback did a whopping 5'11", 145 pounds soaking wet. I couldn't add size at all. I tried everything, even saw a nutritionist who helped put on pounds, but it wasn't much. Three to four after eating eight to ten meals a day. I had zero luck putting on my desired mass and getting bigger for sports. I was stuck being skinny as a rail. But I think deep down, part of me enjoyed it because it gave me the opportunity to take on more athletically talented opponents. I could prove at that point that I would outwork or outsmart anyone to win. And there's a part of me that always carried that mindset in sports, in school, once I got out of school and in my working career, and, and then years later when I got involved with getting my health and fitness back in check with CrossFit. I was okay mentally going into that dark hole, that, that black hole that we sometimes have to go through to get through the pain. If that meant having a better chance to win, I would go there. No one was keeping score in those daily workouts but me, but in my head, everyone was watching Everyone was keeping score, but in reality, they weren't. As I've gotten older, I've started to realize how much I'd miss that mark when it comes to evaluating competition and really the true mindset around it. It's so easy today to spend time and energy obsessing over what everyone else is doing. We scroll our social media feeds, and honestly, many of us feel convicted if we aren't training on a scheduled rest day because we see someone else online posting videos of a finished workout, or perhaps they hit a PR. And we think in our heads, why didn't I hit a PR this week? Why aren't I as getting as strong as they are? We battle anxiety because so-and-so just posted a picture of achieving a goal. We start to compare ourselves and all of our struggles to that one social media picture. And in that moment, and sometimes for days after, we feel less of a person than we actually are. We feel less accomplished than we truly are. We exhaust ourselves trying to run other people's races, constantly looking at their lanes instead of focusing on our own. You see, when I take a me versus you mindset, I waste all of my energy focusing on, well, actually I should say obsessing over what's out of my control, which is you. I don't control you. I have no influence on the abilities you're born with, the contacts you've created, or the work you choose to do. I only control me, and you only control you. Our time is limited. Our energy, even more so. Yet when we constantly focus on competing with other people, we spend what little we have of these two resources on things that Well, energy and focus can't impact. Have we ever impacted someone we follow on social media simply by obsessing about their post or the progress they're showing all day? Of course not. Has the worry and stress of seeing someone that you you focus on and see as a competitor excelling done anything to help them? Of course not. It hasn't hurt them either. It only drains us. Just imagine if all of that energy, all of that focus we spend obsessing over what everyone else is doing was instead spent working toward the goals that we have and the life that we want. Think of it like this. A sprinter in track hears the gunfire and takes off toward the finish line in a 200-meter sprint. Now, this specific runner starts to worry about who she's running against. 
So halfway in, she begins to look to her left, to her right, trying to gauge where A, her biggest rival is, and B, those footsteps, who's gaining on her, who's starting to pass her. This turning of her focus, the, the shifting of her head to the left and the right, slows her down. While trying to see what her competition is doing, the racer loses steam and is immediately passed by all the other racers, despite this specific racer having the ability to win. So why did she lose? It's simple physics. You see, we cannot run at top speed when we're looking anywhere but dead ahead at the finish line. The moment you turn to your left and to your right, you slow down. Your body cannot physically run at maximum output when it's not aligned and all pressing forward. This specific runner lost speed and failed to maximize her potential because she lost focus on running her own race. And the same applies to each and every one of us outside of sports as well. When we're constantly looking to our left or to our right, or perhaps in this case, scrolling our social media feeds, it drains us of our focus and energy and causes us to lose steam in the race that we're running. The moment we take our eyes and energy off of pursuing our own goals and onto someone else's highlight reel, we lose steam, we lose speed because we're not focused on our real competition, which has always been ourselves. Steve Young says that the principle is about competing against yourself. It's about self-improvement and about being better than you were the day before. And that's spot on. Of all the competitors that we think we have in life, our biggest and possibly our only true competition is always with the person in the mirror. Focusing on our own lane, performing at our maximum potential, requires us to not only focus on being better than we were yesterday, but it requires us to focus just on our own selves and our own race. It's not about what someone else is posting, saying, or doing. It's about asking ourselves, what can I do better today than I did yesterday? And then going and doing it. It sounds hard, I know. And, and honestly, it is. It's much easier to scroll Instagram and spend the entire day anxious, stressing about what one single person posted online. It's much easier to let every day be, well, just another day. Instead of seeing where you slipped up yesterday and making sure you don't make that same slip again today. It's always easier to not pursue daily involvement, which is why most, can people, most people are content doing just that. But if you're listening to this show, that obviously doesn't apply to you because you are a competitor. You want more, so you're willing to try competing against yourself every day now. So how do you start? There's countless articles online encouraging you to compete against yourself, but like you, I've sifted through tons of them looking for anything to tell me how I can train myself to compete against myself. There's not a lot out there. I spent years trying to shift my mindset from a me versus you one to a me versus me one and how I can compete every day against my previous best. And here's what I found that you can take away and start applying today to be better than you were yesterday. Only competing with that person that you see in the mirror. First, take it one day at a time. By taking things one day at a time, we take it in all we can manage. The past we can't change. 
The future is not yet to us. And so our actions today are the only things that can impact that. Once we begin to understand that every day is part of the journey and that we only need to focus on that day, we can turn our focus to what's in our control, our actions, this very moment. We won't win every day. It's impossible for us to come out on the right side each and every day. Most all of you already understand that. But we sure as hell can compete every day. So on the days that we fall short, we figure out what went wrong, we shake off that failure, and we make sure that it doesn't happen again tomorrow. We start over on day one. And on the days that we win, we make note of what went right. We try to replicate it again the next day, but add 1% more effort because we're starting over and it's day one again. Our failures are never fatal, just as our successes are never permanent. But we have to have the courage to keep pushing forward one day at a time. Number two, track your progress every single day. Every successful person either journals or keeps track of their progress every day. Top athletes have training journals that track their daily workouts, the weights used, and the times recorded. They are able to adjust up and down based on the results from a set program or a specific personal best lift. Without this journal, they would spend their time guessing what numbers to use for a lift or workout and waste going either too light and not pushing yourself to the limit you need to push yourself in a workout or perhaps the other way, going too heavy and not getting that desired outcome and output out of your body because you did the workout wrong. I kept a small work journal for the last six years since I started Compete Every Day. I make notes at conferences, track quarterly tasks, and honestly use it to brainstorm throughout the week big ideas I would have and, and how we could execute on those. I spent time earlier this year just reading back through some of those old journals. And it's because I'd written in those journals, I'm encouraged about where I am now in my own journey. You see, looking back in those early pages, I would see the early ideas I had that maybe we tried and worked or tried and didn't. I would write down my stresses, the things that were keeping me up at night. And now I can laugh and look back at those at how small they were in the grand scheme of things. And then I can see where we were as a company. And I can practice the gratitude that I have because I can see how far we've grown. I can see how far I've grown personally as well as professionally. These days, I find my highest level of productivity by keeping this daily journal for my goals, my mindset, and even the daily action items. Not the to-do tasks that will always be repeating and forever. Those we could create and keep. But what are my action items? What are the things that I have to take action on and accomplish today? I've tried a number of different journals, but for me personally, I just love the best self journal. And I'll give them a shout out and link to them here in the show notes. Uh, but I love the fact that there's opportunities in each one to write down what I'm grateful for every day and practice being thankful. I can write down what my big picture goals are so that every day I'm looking at and continually refining the direction I want to go. What is my North Star and making sure I look at it every day? What are the lessons learned? I think this is the biggest piece that I love about this journal is that in it, I'm writing down what are the lessons I've learned that day? Where did I fall short? Where did I let my day get away from me? Where did I try something that didn't work? 
Where did I try something that did work? And how can I build on it? It's, it's because of those lessons that I'm able to improve on every single day, personally and professionally. I can look back six months from now and look at today and see how far I've grown. Number three, put on blinders. If you're honest with yourself, how much time are you truly spending on social media? What if we could cut that number in half this week? For, for many people, if you told them, hey, I'm going to take away your phone or your access to Facebook, 50% of the time you currently spend on it, it would be the end of the world. But what if you challenge yourself for just one week? If you're listening to this show the day it goes live Tuesday, what if we spent the next six days cutting down our social media time in half? Instead of scra casually scrolling through our feeds throughout the day, let's try this. One, let's block off a specific time during each day that we're going to get on social media to check our feeds, respond to messages, post a picture, and then let's set a timer for how long we're on during that time. Maybe, maybe right now you're spending four to five hours a day on social media. Let's cut that in half. Let's say, all right, during these three times today, maybe at 8 a.m., at lunch, and at night, I'm going to spend 45 minutes max. I'm setting a timer. I'm going to let the timer run. And that is the only time this week I'm going to get on social media. Block off that time during the day to respond to messages, post, and review the feed. Put on blinders by cutting down the amount of time you're on that social media. You've got to learn to block out all the outside noise, all the distractions that detract from what matters most to you, which should be your family, your friends, your growth, and the pursuit of crushing your goals. Get in alignment with that and let the rest be blocked out. Many of us get most distracted by what's online and what's on our devices. So what if we cut down the time spent on them by intentionally putting those blinders and blocking that access? This challenging opportunity will cut down on the opportunities for comparison with others online, but it's also going to increase the time you have to focus on your own path. Instead of searching Instagram for what everyone else is doing, saying, posting, what if you spent that time on the things you want to accomplish? What would you do with an extra 30 to 45 minutes per day of laser-focused attention? How would you utilize the extra five-plus hours a week to help you get closer to your biggest goal? I have a list in the show notes that Inc.com details of six apps you can use to cut down on your social media use on your phone. I highly recommend checking it out. You can click on the link in the show notes. It'll take you there, but encourage you to put on those blinders, put your phone down, and start focusing on what you want most out of your one shot at life. How do you want your journey to be written? And finally, number four, do your best every day. You are your own best competition. Sometimes our own worst enemy lives in our head. So how do we combat that? How do we drown out the negative talk and negative voices that we have? By doing our best every single day. In the book, The Four Agreements, author Don Miguel Ruiz shares his guide to relieving oneself from self-limiting beliefs 
and instead gain personal freedom. The book is a great short read, but the fourth agreement, do your best, is honestly a challenge to compete every day by giving your best efforts, no matter the situation. In the book, Ruiz states that to do your best means to do this. One, under any circumstances, simply do your best and you will avoid self-judgment, self-abuse, and regret. And number two, your best is going to change from moment to moment. It's going to be different when you're healthy as opposed to when you're sick. And that second piece is what I think is most crucial. Our best efforts vary from day to day. Just like when we go into the gym, there are days I can go in, pick up a barbell, and it feels so light. I could sling it around all day long. There are other days, it could be a week, two weeks later, I walk into the gym and the same weight, the same lift may feel 100 pounds heavier. That day, my best is not as good as my best was previously. But if I go all in, if I exhaust myself giving my best effort that day, I can walk out of the gym with my head held high that I didn't hold anything back. This is the difference between competitors and everyone else. When most people feel the heavier weight, they have this feeling of quote unquote not feeling it, they quit. They choose to do something else or half-ass their efforts. They see this as an opportunity to slack off instead of the opportunity that it is to lean into that discomfort, to prove that you want it more than how you're feeling. In those moments of not feeling it, competitors stand out because competitors still put in the work. When the weight feels heavier than last time, a competitor still gives their best effort to complete the workout as instructed. And on the mornings they don't feel like doing anything, competitors still get out of bed and finish what they're committed to doing. Whatever gets them closer to their goals and whatever those closest to them are relying on or need them to do. Competing against ourselves is at the core of this. It's giving our best effort every single day when we feel like it and when we don't. It's how we build on the previous day's wins and losses and how we grow to be better than we were yesterday. Hell, a crawl forward still beats standing still. James Altucher talks about the 1% rule on his blog and, and this idea of giving 1% better effort every day toward creating a new habit you want or progressing toward a goal that you desire. James Altucher on his blog talks about the 1% rule. And this idea of giving a 1% better effort every single day toward creating a new habit you want or reaching a goal you desire. Because of compounding effect, a 1% better effort every day doubles within 72 days. In the blog, Altucher argues that it's not the giant leaps that change our lives and change our trajectory, but it's the small steps, the 1% improvement every single day that makes the massive lasting results. In other words, competing every day against yourself to do just a little bit better than you did the day before is what changes your life. After listening to this, take another look in the mirror. How does that reflection look a little bit different this week? Do you see the eyes of your only real competition staring back at you? Are you starting to understand that it's not everyone else around you? It's not everyone trying to run their own race that you should be worried about. It's only your race that matters. And it's with that person in the mirror. If you're anything like me, 
once you start to realize this, you can't help but smile. You love the challenge that you're accepting to take on that person in the mirror and do just a little bit better. It's like when you do a workout for the second time, you want to see, can I go a little bit faster? Maybe I'll use an extra five or 10 pounds this time and see if I can beat last time's score. It's the same approach to life. That's why you're here. That's why you desire to be better than yesterday because you are a competitor. And so to be a great competitor, you have to focus only on competing against yourself. Understand your only competitor is who you were yesterday. Take competition one day at a time. Track your progress. Block out the outside noise. Block out the social media feeds. They don't matter. And give your best efforts every single day. End on empty, having exhausted everything you have for everything you desire. You are your own competition. And the great news about that is you have everything required to win. You can be better than yesterday by competing every day. That's what true competition looks like. Thanks again for tuning in to another episode of the Better Than Yesterday podcast. I'm glad you stuck around this week. I hope you got value and I hope you were able to challenge yourself with thinking about competition differently and understand that you're only competing against yourself and how you can be better than yesterday. If you want to drop a note to the show, email us at podcast at competeeveryday.com. You can find all the past episodes on iTunes, YouTube, or our website, competeeveryday.com or betterthanyesterdaypodcast.com. If you love the show, I would be greatly encouraged if you could go on iTunes this week, leave us a quick rating and review. Let us know what you think. We're always reading those show reviews so that we can continually refine and improve the offering we give you each and every week. My desire is to see each and every one of you win. And the way you're going to do that is by continually competing to be better than yesterday. Thanks again for tuning in. I'll see you next week.